Don't you forget about Chad at Chad Hasty Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and on your radio. Now back to the Chad Hasty Show. All right, welcome back to the Chad Hasty Show. Hey, another uh, text, Tim. Well, the issue of school choice, I don't understand why rural lawmakers care. There's no competition out here. That's a very good point. Uh, and, and, and I agree with you. I, I don't think we would see a lot of private schools start popping up in West Texas or in rural East Texas. The Here's what I hear from the rural lawmakers who uh, are usually against this. It, it's It's one of two things. Uh, one is they're afraid that districts out here will lose a higher percentage of money than schools in other parts of the state. In other words, they're going to come for the rural areas first. If they're going to cut funding in it for education, if they're going to go after uh, you know schools, they're going to go after funding for education. They're going to go after the rural areas first. And they point to lack of rural hospitals, lack of rural resources as a reason why, hey, and these are, a lot of these folks are also the same people who will say that uh, we, we need a lot more money pumped into education. The second argument that that I hear from uh, people who are on the rural side who do not support uh, school choice is that Texas is way too big for a one-size-fits-all program. That what may be good in Houston is not necessarily good for Amarillo. What works in Lubbock may not work in San Antonio. And I agree with that. I agree with that uh, that that idea that we are a big state and what works here doesn't always work there. In this part of the state, we do have a little bit of school choice. We do have areas where it's easier for kids to transfer. Now, in your larger cities... Where I grew up, I grew up in Grand Prairie. And at the time, you weren't going to be transferring. You were not going to be leaving your school and going anywhere else. You were locked into uh, a, a elementary school, junior high, and high school, depending on where where you lived. You were locked in. That's starting to change in some areas, they have schools of choice. They have campuses of choice in some of these areas, but not all school districts have that. And so I, I think there, if you want to talk about school choice and what to do and also give parents more power, I'm all for that. And so I don't know what the exact answer is to me. I don't mind education savings accounts. I don't think they're the end-all, be-all, because it's not going to pay for everybody. It's not going to pay for a kid's entire uh, schooling. 
But I do think we should give parents more of a say. And I think that we should allow some of these kids who are in bad school districts, bad schools, I think we should give them an easier chance of getting out of that school and into a good school. Now, you might go, well, if all the bad kids leave and go to a good school, won't that bring down the other school? No, because there are some kids and some parents who just don't give a damn. But there are some kids who, yeah, they care, and their parents care, and they want to get them a better education. They want to put them on a better pathway, and I think we can do that. You shouldn't be locked into a school, and you really shouldn't be locked into a failing school just because you live on a street. Let's uh, go to the phones. And let's see, we've got David. David out in California, line one. All right, there we go. David, what's going on? Oh, not too bad, Chad. Hey, um, the way I look at this is uh, Uh divided you fall. Uh Uh, You know, united you stand. Uh, We, the people, put together a school district, uh, and we put in our money on April 15th in a common pot to put together a good school district. But then all of a sudden, the private school industry decides to scam their way into it. Mm. And when I went to school, there were rich kids sitting next to poor kids. And they grew up together. They played on the playground together. They went home and ate lunch at each other's houses or in the afternoon uh, with each other. And uh, and so they went on to have a life uh, uh, for decades later knowing each other. Yeah. They may not have liked each other, they may have, but they at least knew each other. Now, you get into these private schools, these kids are never going to run into each other for the rest of their lives, even though they may live doors away from each other. Really? Sure. They're never going to run into each other? Even with the advent of social media, they're never going to talk to each other again? Uh, well, you start looking at some of the... Uh, what do they call them, the algorithms uh, with uh, social media where they intentionally cut people off. Uh, You know, if you've got an interest in this, if you've got an interest in that, then uh, you're basically cut off from each other. No, but in the reality of it is our tax dollars are being diverted to private schools. And, uh, And the private schools have no loyalty to America. They have no loyalty to the county. They're private. In fact, There's a book that was written uh, after Katrina, which is, what, 15 years ago, uh, and it's called The Shock Doctrine. And part of it describes how the school districts in Louisiana were taken over by uh, Betsy DeVos. And you remember Amway from years ago. Amway was that soap distributor, door-to-door soap distributors, Uh and they turned out to be a cult. And it took years to get people broken free from that cult. Well, all of a sudden, the the woman that made her fortune from Amway, Betsy DeVos, ends up owning uh, or having the cash cow of the parishes in Louisiana. She runs privatized schools. She became Trump's uh, education secretary, and she was based on on a cult, and she made her fortune on a cult. Mm. Now, are they taking these privatized schools and turning them into a cult? What do you think? Well, of course they are. Ah. So, you know, just, which just look it up. Amway. Which uh, ones? Which, which, which private schools are the cults? 
Well, uh, she has so many of them. She's uh, she's a billionaire, yeah. right? And she's now like what are what, what are some of their beliefs uh, at these uh, cult like private schools? Well, an easy one is the, that uh, some people deserve justice and some people don't. Like like, uh, like that who? some people de- uh, well, they look at uh, the people, rich people especially, uh, can get away with murder and oh. poor people can't. Right. Uh, I mean, that's the that's the basis of how we broke free in 1776 from the the cult of the king. Uh-huh. Uh, that the the king was put in there by God, and that uh, in, in so, which 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 private school teaches that uh, rich people can murder uh, everybody. Uh, well, look at the pollution standards. No, 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 no. Uh, well, I don't know what. How do, how do people I, I don't know what murdered. private school the pollution standard is. Uh, tell me a private how school do, in Texas that uh, teaches that rich people can go around murdering folks. Well, you you got suckered by uh, Elon Musk, right? He came I got into some, your. I don't have Musk money. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. I don't have a. I don't have, a, uh, I, I don't have a, any Elon Musk stuff out in the parking lot. What are you talking about? I, I'm calling you from California, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Elon, there's no cults out in California. I'll tell you that. Elon Elon Musk used to be a big wig out here in California until yeah, he, he still realized is. that he was a con artist. Oh. And, is and, that why uh, he so was standing with your governor about two months ago, announcing uh, big headquarters in uh, California? And he fled to Texas. No, to, he uh, did it. He's opening up another headquarters in California, buddy. Well, let's see if he uh, pays taxes out here. Uh, the hey, by the way, of... I haven't talked to you since the last time you called in. And since uh, reparations uh, in, in California, that is that that's something your governor doesn't support. Is he racist? Uh, he uh, to say he doesn't support it is uh, no, he doesn't not accurate. No, he, he doesn't. doesn't support parts of it. He doesn't support yeah the uh, money part. Uh, he doesn't support That's kind of a big portions deal. of it. Yeah, the money. He part. doesn't. He doesn't support the percentage. How much do you? Are, are you a white guy? Uh, sure am. Okay. How much do you owe black people in California? Um, well, the reparations go to Native Americans out here too. Oh, okay. Right? How much do you owe Native Americans and black people in California? Uh, well, uh, when you start looking at how white people have polluted the land. Now I'm asking you. I'm asking how you. They, how much? How much are you going to give them? Uh, well, I, I would chip in uh-huh. my taxes. No, okay, they, how much? So are how you, much? Are how you much? opposed to reparations? How, yes. Are you, how much? You how much, David? Opposed, how much, so David? How many slaves did you own, David? Uh, my great-great-great-grandfather uh-huh. uh, had six. In California? No. Because that uh, was illegal in California. New Jersey. Oh, so you're going to pay some New Jersey folks. Uh, well, again, you don't... How much money? Feel, you don't support... How justice, much right? money? How much are you going to give them? So 100 bucks? Justice, 200 money, bucks? Money 300 bucks? Justice. How much money? Money and justice. How much money, David? Money and justice. How much justice. money are you going to give them? <laughs> tell coward. me, tell you me, oh, you, you racist, your family-owned slaves, you're racist. Money. How dare you call into the show and call me a coward when your family had slaves? We'll be right back. for California are moving to Texas, build a wall to keep them out. Well, I will say this. 
because uh, I, I thought you were going something di- somewhere different with that. There are thousands of people out there like David uh, who truly believe that. And, and if you noticed, he could he would never answer my question about reparations. He was re- he was ready to accept that his family owned slaves. He was ready to defend Gavin Newsom, but he wouldn't give me a number of how much he was willing to give to slaves or uh, 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 descendants of slaves. Not even descendants of slaves, just people who happen to be black in California. Because remember, in California, they did not have slavery. And Gavin Newsom, what is he doing? He's uh, he he's he's entertaining the idea of reparations, but he doesn't support it because he doesn't support the amount of money. Texture. Uh, dude, you have some loons calling today. Uh, why is the Cali guy called a show in Lubbock? Seminar caller? I think so. Good job on his idiotic raves. I love it when he calls in. Because everybody needs to know what the other side is thinking. Everybody needs to know. The guy wants to say that uh, you know, these private schools are cults and teaching that you can murder people. I mean, just what insanity. (laughs) Texter, please, please tell me he was a plant. No one can be that dumb. I wish I could tell you that. I couldn't make that up if I tried. When we come back, Scott Braddock, editor of QuorumReport.com, will join us. The Chad Hasty Show, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. The views and opinions expressed during the Chad Hasty Show are not necessarily the views of this station staff, management, advertisers, or Town Square Media.